Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the CDL Huddle. I am Dirtbag Don, and I am joined again uh, by our, my co-host, G18. What's good, everybody? How are we doing? Uh, welcome back. Uh, format, going back to what it you usually is. Uh, no special guests this week. Uh, so we're going to we're gonna run through the injuries and news of the week. Uh, we're going to go recap week nine, update you guys on our points. Uh, we got the uh, week nine takeaways brought to you by JWP Sports, presented by Third Bag Don. That's right. <laughs> we're going to go back to our weekly awards, uh, go to our top 10 power rankings, look ahead to week right. 10, make some picks and predictions there. And uh, we're going to wrap it up with uh, – with the return of playoff or takeoff kind of at the midway point of the season, just teams with a positive record or very close to a positive record. Mid season edition. Correct. Mid season edition. I know. That was cute. Um, I came well prepared today. I had notes. He has notes. So it took us. 11 episodes, but he's fully prepared. <laughs> and it only took me about 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hop into the news of the week so far. Uh, coming out of week 10, we, week 10, week 9, week 9. Uh, week nine uh, Browns officially released Odell Beckham Jr. And he cleared waivers as of Tuesday and was a free agent. There's a, I think there's a top, what is it, four, maybe five? I know of four for sure. Um, there was a breaking news that came out on Twitter. I can't remember who who posted it, but uh, that reportedly Green Bay would be his per, number one preferred option, uh, and that Seattle, San Francisco, and New Orleans would be other considerations. For his I did top. see um, Sean Payton say Odell to New Orleans is impossible. Be interesting. Uh, um, if the, other, the other one had, I feel like if Aaron Rodgers had OBJ and Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones in the backfield, Aaron Jones and that other fellow there, Dylan. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty they could really cover for their defense, which is better than it was last year. Oh, much, much better than it was last but, year, but still, what were you gonna say? <clears throat> um. One other team that is interested is uh, New, uh, New England. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, why not? Of course, New England's interested. Yeah. Whatever. That's just what they do, though. Um, the Relators release the Laters. The uh, <laughs> Raiders have released Damon Arnett. He was a cornerback, right? Yep. Uh, same draft class as Henry Ruggs, uh, following some gun video he posted online. Yeah, um, so the the Raiders 2020 draft class is terrible. Yeah, I um, saw a, a report that said he had uh, like totaled or smashed four rental cars in a month. Damon Arnett? Yeah. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah. So he said, I think the Raiders <clears throat> need to get uh, the players a driving coach. Jeez. So... <laughs> I have um, a rundown of their uh, 2020 draft class and where they are right now. Oh, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. So Henry Ruggs is looking at prison. Yeah, Should be going to prison. Yep. Uh, 
Damon Arnett has been cut. Yep. Lynn Bowden was traded, did not take a snap for the Raiders. Nice. Uh, Brian Edwards is a starting wide receiver. He's the only one still on the team. Or the only one contributing. Uh, Tanner Moose was cut, didn't play a single snap. Nice. Uh, John Simpson is a backup. And Amik Robertson has been benched. Awesome. Great use of draft picks. (laughs) So, yeah. Very, (laughs) very productive stuff. Best way to go, Las Vegas. Woohoo! <laughs> that was uh, our first draft as Las Vegas, too. Right, and the way to exactly way to <laughs> kick off the franchise moving to Las hey, Vegas. Hey, it's fitting right in with the Vegas thing. Hey, you know, it's the way it is. Uh, the Buccaneers have signed wide receiver Brishad Perriman. Just what they need, another weapon for Brady. Yeah, exactly. And the Panthers signed veteran quarterback Matt Barkley. Uh, in loom of uh, Sam Darnold's broken shoulder, which will catapult us right into injuries. Uh, Sam Darnold has a broken scapula in his throwing shoulder, and the report is he could miss several weeks, which... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that doesn't... It doesn't matter. <laughs> that dude came back to reality. For real, for real. Um, one positive as far as injuries go, Russell Wilson is cleared and is expected to start Sunday against Green Bay. So, and they will they'll still be without Aaron Rodgers, right? Um, the initial report is who knows. Gotcha. That was my only claim to this game here is mm-hmm. is what um, happens there, right? With Aaron Rodgers, because that's two different teams, clearly. Yep. Yeah. And then uh let's see we got some other injuries. Uh Mike White for the, the Jets. He left early the Thursday night game with a some sort of forearm injury after their, their good opening drive there. That was Man, if he plays, if he is he gonna play on Sunday, do we know? I do not. Man, that'll be interesting. I would take very close game there. Mike, you're not gonna you're not gonna say you're gonna take the Jets, are you? No, no, no. I just said I would take it as a close game there. It should be closer, yeah. If he does play, especially after that nightmare last week, the <laughs> Lakers. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Marcus May is officially done for the season with a torn Achilles. Who's he play for? Um, it's a good question. <laughs> I should have put it down. I know, I know who he plays for. I just can't. That's okay. I was just curious. Uh, he's a jet safety. A jet safety. Okay. That's why I didn't know who he was. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then a little bit of IR news. Devontae Parker has been placed on IR again in his career every year uh, with a hamstring issue. Um, and Blake Jarwin goes to IR with a hip injury. Now I know he's a cowboy. Yes. <laughs> and Devontae Parker is a very, very talented receiver who just cannot stay healthy. Story of a lot of receivers' careers. Mm-hmm. Bull Fuller. Mm-hmm. And then we had a couple a couple injuries um, uh, during games. Uh, Chase Edmonds, uh, he has a high ankle sprain. He's expected to miss about four to six weeks. Who's most likely going to be placed on IR? 
Yeah, at this point. And then uh, Trevor Lawrence had a low ankle sprain. He had to uh, leave the game, but he did come back in. Yeah, that was a good sign that he was able to come back in. Yeah. Poor Trevor not hurt. He used to be in a hole. He's not used to being touched. <laughs> oh, and uh, we had one other. I, I don't know what the outcome of it was, but Chase Claypool was to have an MRI and a toe injury that he sustained in Monday night's game. It's uh, when I know yeah. you'll already know, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> uh, any other news injuries? Uh, not that I can think of. I think that's, I think that's all I can muster up. How about uh, we hop into that week nine recap? Let's, uh, let's jump on in. All righty. So Kick we it got off with that Thursday game. Thursday night game, the Jets and Indianapolis. Uh, Indianapolis ended up winning this game and was very high scoring, 45 to 30. It was a lot of points. A lot of points put up. <laughs> I took the Jets. I had expected Mike, uh, Mike White to carry this team to victory. Keep going. <laughs> he had one good drive and couldn't continue. And the Jets Man, lost. I tell you. I tell you, fucking Jonathan Taylor is a monster. That dude is a beast. He, I think he reached like 20, 22 miles an hour on that 78 yard touchdown run. Oh, I believe Where it. Where like nobody touched him. Booking it. <coughs> My oh. guy was two of the um, longest runs in the NFL this season. Yeah. And um, Carson Wentz, gotta give him credit 22 with 30, 272, three touchdowns. Didn't turn it over. That's uh, seven seven games this year. He has multiple touchdown passes. That's good. And, uh, everybody that like to call him, like Carson Wentz, as in they wince every time he throws the ball because it's like a pick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, in his last six games, he has thrown 15 touchdowns to two picks. It's not bad so at all. He's taking care of the ball. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, it was, I don't know, it was a limited offense for the Jets, I think, with that. I can't even remember his name. Was it Josh Johnson? Uh, I believe so. I played quarterback there. Yeah. I don't know. He played good. He played well. 27, yeah. 41, 3, 17, three touchdowns and a pick. Yeah. Um, I mean, the score, I mean, the Colts won by two touchdowns, but. The game was not even that close. No, it wasn't. The Jets had a lot of um, – I think they scored two touchdowns in the fourth. Garbage time touchdowns. Garbage time touchdowns. Uh, we move on to Sunday slate of games. Uh, Atlanta uh, went to New Orleans and won in the Dome. 27-25. to 25. Um. So this game – was not close until the fourth quarter. Okay. Uh, going into the fourth quarter, it was 13 to three Atlanta. Okay. Nope. 17 to three Atlanta. Um, the Saints scored 22 in the fourth. Oh my God. What was with Atlanta? Um, 
Atlanta won with a, another um, Young Way coup game-winning field goal as time expired. Uh, that is his third game-winning field goal in the last six games as time expires. Oh, my God. So you can win with special teams. I guess so. Um, my big thing here, uh, I didn't know this, and I need answers from the Saints about this. So they start Trevor Simeon, who right. plays okay, 25 yeah. of 41, 249, and two touchdowns. But Taysom played. He was 2 of 2. He ran the ball one time. I don't know if they're like, let's just take it slow with him on this game. But I mean, James is done. Right. I don't know. Let Taysom do it. They're going back to this Drew Brees style offense. Just, just let Taysom do it. I agree. Just let him, just let him take the reins. Finally, need to let it happen. Yeah, I mean, you've seen what Jameis can do. He's either really great, really bad, and that's it. We haven't seen what Taysom can do. Yeah, we have not seen Taysom. Just give him the rest of the year. Just say, it's your team. You're the quarterback. I agree. I mean, Trevor Simeon is not, like, I mean, he's not great. He's not terrible, though. No, not by any means. But I'm... I don't know. Why would you not just give him the chance? They're idiots. That's all I have to say. They're idiots. That um, is true. <laughs> uh, we move to the Denver versus First Dallas upset team. this weekend. My God. Denver came out on top 30-16. to 16. Game was not even that close. Um, with 10 minutes left of the game, Denver was up 30 to nothing. Yeah, as I say, this game was... Atrocious. I mean, in Dallas's credit, Dak didn't practice until Thursday. Mm-hmm. We only had like two days of practice coming off the calf injury. That's fair. But they also played a stinker. That was a big stinker. Um, and up until the ten minute mark before they started scoring, Dak had a less than had less than hundred yards passing. Didn't say that Zeke was. Not running the ball. He was yeah, 10 carries, 51 yards. That was it. That was atrocious. It's just one of those games. It's a long yeah. season. You're gonna you're gonna have one of those games. Exactly. I mean, Denver defensively, Denver's pretty good. Offensively, they're kind of eh. <laughs> they're very eh. Because I mean they didn't they had Teddy through one touchdown pass, they had two rushing touchdowns. I don't know. I don't trust him. So that's a fun stat for you. Um, Teddy Bridgewater ran the ball three times for minus one yards and a touchdown. My guy. <laughs> My guy. Uh, keep on moving. New England uh, took on Carolina and came out on top 24 to 6. I don't have anything to say about this game. Um. The only thing I can say about this game is Sam Darnold will never beat New England. Nope, never. He's 0-4 against them. Um, in those four games, he's thrown one touchdown at nine interceptions. Yeah. Also, Carolina in the last three games has only scored one touchdown. Jesus. Which 
it's also embarrassing. See, Matt came back though. That's that's a plus. He didn't do much, but still a good. He's back. He had he had a he had a total of a hundred yards, rushing and receiving. So that's not bad. Yeah, (laughs) not enough. Clearly, Uh, did you see the one play? uh, People have been calling dirty about Mac Jones where he grabbed the dude's ankle. Yeah. I mean, his his response to that, I could kind of understand it, but he he was like, I thought he had the ball, so I was trying to make sure he didn't run it. But like at the same time, I don't even think it's a dirty play. No, I don't think so either. It's not like he was like trying to do the gator roll with his ankle. You're right. I mean. I really just saw the picture of it. I didn't really watch the video, but I would agree with you. He he wasn't rolling at all. He was just holding his ankle. No, no, that's fair. Yeah, what's a big deal? Leave the guy alone. <laughs> just let, let him be. Um, the game that broke my heart. Uh, Minnesota took on Baltimore, lost in overtime by a field goal once again. 34 to 31. Baltimore's 3 0 in overtime this year. Stupid. So, this game it was incredibly close, but it should not have been incredibly close. No, it shouldn't have been. Um, Baltimore had 200 more yards than them. Oh, my God. It's um, insane. Uh, fun, fun, fun fact about Minnesota. This seems to always be the case with them, though. Uh, seven of eight of their games this year have ended on one possession. My God. Um, five of eight of their games have ended on the final play. My God. Terrible. Which, as soon as I, I read that stat, I immediately thought of three. This one, them choking the game against Arizona on the game-winning field goal. Yep. And then um Cooper rushed around the game winning touchdown. There's another field goal in there somewhere. Yeah, probably. Let's 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 take a look. Because just looking at that stat or reading that stat, it's like week, they're in every game. Week one they lost by a field goal. Game winning field goal in overtime. Yeah. They missed a field goal against Arizona. Yep. Seattle was was the one game that hasn't been one possession. Um, they had the game-winning field against Detroit, game-winning touchdown against Carolina, game-losing touchdown against Dallas, and then the one against Baltimore. So they have been in every single game. That's crazy. And I forgot about that snoozer against Cleveland, fourteen to seven. What a game! What a fuck! <laughs> yeah, it's like they're that close. It seems like they always are. Every year, but nobody ever talks about them because they just usually lose the games. Yeah, I don't know. They're weird. They're always weird. So let me down, Minnesota. Yeah, let me down. Especially after they got that pick in overtime. I'm like, oh, they're going to pull this off. Mm-hmm. I for sure thought that was it. They did not pull it off. No. Um, the next game, which I for sure thought was going to be a real clash <laughs> and the other way. Uh, so Cleveland versus Cincinnati. <laughs> Cleveland ended up winning this 41 to 16. Oh, yeah. 
Wow. So I have a, a, a few takeaways from this one. Okay. And one stat. The one stat is Baker's now six and one against Cincinnati. What a yeesh. Um, but a couple takeaways. One, Nick Chubb is an absolute monster. He is the clear number two back in the league. Yes. Runs through everybody. That is a fact. There's only one guy that does it better. That is correct. Um, two, this is the recipe for the Browns. This is it. Baker does not throw the ball much. They just run the ball, and they let their defense be the monsters that they are. Yeah, Miles Garrett leads the league in sacks. <laughs> He's got 12 sacks on the season. Uh, they just paid that guard. What's his name there? Uh, can't I don't know his fucking name, but he's the second Teller. highest paid guard in the league now. Teller, I think yeah. it's Austin Teller. Yeah. Um. So they're putting their money into the line and the defense. And then the other takeaway I had from this was I believe that opening drive hundred yard pick six really just killed any sort of momentum Cincinnati could have made. Oh, 100%. Like, as soon as that happened for that long of a touchdown, it's got to just shut you down. You're just like, what the? Already? (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a long day. Oh, yeah. Long day. I I got one more stat for you. Okay. This this win for the Browns is the first. uh, The Browns are the first team since 1967 with a receiving touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and an interception return for a touchdown of 60 or more yards in a game. Wow. Last team that did it was the San Diego Chargers. Wow. That's crazy. What a stat. That is a, that is a crazy stat. Because Nick Chubb had a 70-yard touchdown run. Mm-hmm. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones had the 60-yard touchdown catch run and then the 100-yard pick six. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I think for Cincinnati – they need to try to make this sort of what Dallas needs to do, and just it happens. Just brush yeah, it off. It's two tough losses week to back to back. Yeah, I mean, you lost to the Jets last week, so right. It's you know, it's hard to it's hard to take that sometimes, but oh yeah, yeah, they're young. They'll bounce back. Uh, the next, let's go to the biggest upset of the weekend. What the fuck was this game? Buffalo went to Jacksonville <laughs> and lost nine to six. <laughs> so the, the opening drive for Buffalo, they get down in the red zone. They get stuffed and kick a field goal. They never make it back into the red zone. My God. Josh Allen killed Josh Allen this game. That's all I have to say. Yeah, the defense of Josh Allen was all over the place. He had, what, a sack? A fumble recovery and an interception. Yep. My God. He did it all against Josh Allen. <laughs> I can't let uh, the Jaguars kicker here go um, scot free on this. So it's like it's late third quarter. It's six to six. This is not the field goal the Jaguars make to take the lead. They make that in the fourth. Okay. They line up for a, like a, a 42 yard field goal, I think it was. They snap it, he kicks it, bangs it off the left upright. <laughs> but there was a false start, so it didn't count. Back him up five yards, 47 yards, try it again. 
kicks it, misses it left at the left upright. <laughs> um, running into the kicker on Buffalo. Move him up five yards. 42-yarder again. No penalties this time. Still misses it to the left. My God. What How do idiot. you get three chances and miss all three on the left side? You're an idiot. Like, geez, dude. There's no way. There's Trash no way. Ass. You Trash could be that ass, bad. dude. My God, how terrible. Um, Let's go to the shit show of a game. <laughs> yeah, talk about this one for us. Houston went to Miami and lost 17-9. to So I want you to know, Don, I make notes for every game, as you can expect. Yeah. I, where I put all my stats. For this one, all I put next to it was holy turnovers. Oh, That's yeah. all I put. There's nine total turnovers. Tyrod Taylor threw three interceptions and lost a fumble. Percet threw two interceptions and we lost three fumbles. Thank God we won this game. Um, on a kind of positive note, I guess. Um, uh, this is the first win for Miami since, um, or with uh, five or more turnovers in a game since uh, October 18th, 1990 against the Patriots. But there's really not much to say about this game. I think it would have been a lot better if Tua wasn't, you know, a game time decision. Uh, I think I think he's playing Thursday. It doesn't make a difference, but I think he's playing Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he just I, th- I think he has a fracture in his uh, middle finger on his throwing hand. They said pregame that he can throw the ball. He just can't put it downfield. Well, that's difficult. That's, you know. But, so we'll see. Um, the only other positive note is Mike Gusecki loves just catching balls with one hand. Dude's got, dude's nasty. He's He just uses the 6'6 frame and go up and just palm the ball. That's oh, all yeah. he's doing. It's, it's a contract year for him, too. We better pay him. It's ridiculous. He's insanely or some, good. Or somebody going, somebody going to take him. Oh yeah, big time. We got, we got big moves. So I think we're good up in Pittsburgh with tight ends. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, yeah, you're good there. Pat's a monster. Um, we'll head to another weird game. Uh, Las Vegas it's, lost it's... to the Giants, twenty-three to sixteen. I don't, I don't understand this one. The Raiders had 400 yards total offense. The Giants had 245. Yeah. The issue was the Raiders turned it over three times. Um, that is that was the largest issue. Uh, m- more so, uh, one of them was a pick six. Correct. But. Interesting stat here. Um, the Giants are uh, one of two teams this year with at least one takeaway in every game. Really? Yeah. You know who the other team is? Who? The Colts. Oh, wow. That's a weird not, stat. Not, not a, not, I didn't expect either one of those two teams. No, me neither. <laughs> I would have expected like, like Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Miami. We were really good at that last year. Low even. That's weird. Yeah, that's a, yeah that was, this, this was just a weird game. 
Yeah, I don't have much to say about it right now, but yeah, it's a weird game. We weren't watching it too close. No. With that one. No, not really. We flipped it on a couple times, but yeah. It was kind of man to watch to begin with. So oh yeah. Uh well we keep moving. Uh Chargers went to Philadelphia and won on a game winning field goal, twenty seven to twenty four. This was a way better game than I thought it was gonna be. No turnovers, one total sack. Oh, that's not bad. Seven total penalties, and that's it. That's not bad at all. 445 total yards to 331. Wow. Um, weird, weird, though. Um, Philly put up 24, and Jalen only threw 17 passes, 11 and 17. Yeah, that was weird. Um, but the big thing is Herbert, 32 of 38, 356. That's 84% completion percentage. Dude's if you complete eighty four percent of your passes, you win the game every time. Oh, you yeah, hundred. Oh yeah, dude's getting yeah, back man. into form. They played New England last week. He can't. It's the second game against Bell. You know, Belichick loves playing rookie quarterback. So mm. I'm not surprised uh, they lost that. Right. Exactly. I just feel like it just took a couple weeks, shake it off, get back into form. He'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, Philly played a good game. I just – it's just weird that Jalen did not do much. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what was going on there. Not trusting in the man. Very strange. That's all right. Um, next, we had Green Bay going to Kansas City. And Kansas City won 13-7. to Um. This game was terrible. <laughs> I don't remember anything exciting from this game. They didn't score so, until like in the fourth, like the Packers. Yeah. This game could have gone to overtime if Green Bay could have made a field goal in the first half. That's fair. Um, but uh let's see. Uh Mahomes 166 yard passing. It's the fewest in his career. Jesus Christ. Um, and this is the second time since he's taken over as the quarterback, that they've been shut out in a whole half. Not a point in the second half. Wow. Um, I mean, this it's clear, you know, Aaron Rodgers plays, they win by 20. Um, it's very clear. <laughs> as far as Jordan Love, nothing he did impressed me. Not me neither. I Dude had what like 18 months to learn the system and get ready to take over and everything. And he didn't do anything. That was it. Like you gotta show like you don't have to win the game, but you gotta show something. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah, it's especially going against in Kansas City against the Chiefs team that needs to win games. Like that. Just playing in Kansas City alone is for your first official start is tough. It's not like you needed to win, but you gotta just show it. Like you have the potential to take over for Rodgers. And you did not show that. Not one bit. That was quite embarrassing. They spend the whole time in the first half roasting your mom. You look terrible. So I found out. That um, 
any uh, visiting team family, no matter where you go in stadium, those are the seats you get. That's crazy. Unless you're like son, your nephew, whatever relation you have to a player on the team buys you specific tickets or gets you a suite, you are on the very top. That's crazy. And the reason is that the home team wants to give the home players, families, and friends good seats, the season ticket holders good seats. They don't give a shit about who's coming there. That's fair. It's just funny. Yeah, that game, last year that game would have been so much better. Oh, I I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. Um, keep on moving. Uh, Arizona beat San Francisco 31 to 17 without Kyler Murray, without DeAndre Hopkins. So this this was talk about failing on a golden opportunity. Like this, this was your chance to, to get a good win in your division to start, you know, start stringing together something to try to make a run. You lose. Cole McCoy was 22-26. James Conner looked like an elite running back. James Conner, yeah. You let James Conner look like an elite running back. He had, what do you have total, like two, almost, two, real almost quick, 200 yards. Or we can wait a few minutes and I can tell you. Okay. He had three touchdowns, I know that much. Yeah. Um, I want to give Arizona um, credit. Cole McCoy, didn't matter who the quarterback was, they stayed aggressive with their play calling oh yeah they weren't like we're gonna play because they're conservative and hope or you know our defense does something for us nah they they went after it they went after it even though that's not um you know colt mccoy's play style yeah i think kirk christian kirk had a pass too in that game if i'm not mistaken but uh he did it was one-on-one for 33 yards yeah. I don't know. Good one for them. Good, yeah, good one for Arizona. Um, the Sunday night Another game. Shocker. This was not expected. Uh, Titans won 28 to 16 over the Los Angeles Rams without Derrick Henry. I think so. I got a couple. Uh, one, Stafford threw two picks in 26 seconds. One was a pick six. And the yeah. other one they took over at like the 20. Yeah. You can't do that. No. Um, two, I'm not worried about the Rams. I just think they were way overconfident in this game. They're probably like, oh, we're playing Tennessee Sunday Night Football and they don't have their best player. We got this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's possible. And Tennessee punched him in the mouth. They did definitely do that. They did uh, definitely the, the do Rams that. started to make it close. Going to the fourth, they scored 10 points mm-hmm. before Tennessee put the, the game winning or the game ceiling touchdown in. It was a five point game. I was like, oh, if they get the ball back here, they might be able to steal his game somehow. But uh, that's when uh, Adrian Peterson scored a touchdown. 125. Mm-hmm. What a legend. Um, the other takeaway I have is um Tennessee Titans are now six and zero this year against teams that made the playoffs last year. 
That's incredible. Which is crazy because they've that's of this they've played nine games and six of them are against playoff teams. That's pretty incredible. Which means two of their losses are to non playoff teams. One is the Jets. <laughs> Uh, and then the other one's Arizona. And then their other win is against the, the – their other two wins are against the Colts, who did not. I mean, no, Colts made the playoffs last year. Uh, the Jaguars did not. Yeah. Hmm. Well, they're, they're really trying to prove that they're one of the best teams in the league, I, which uh, they are. It's hard to argue that they're not – I just hate I hate saying it because I hate their quarterback. I know. <laughs> I know. It's just hard to argue with the fact. I mean, their record proves their point. Oh yeah. No, so, I mean, what you new. And lastly, but not least, uh Monday night game, Chicago and Pittsburgh, uh 29 to 27. Holy I tell you, man. This was two different halves. The first half was not very fun to watch. No, I mean, Pittsburgh. It was 14-3 at half, almost 14 nothing. I'm like, man, I hope this isn't how the, the whole game goes. Like, I want Pittsburgh to win, but I want Fields to do his thing. Yeah, then, uh, then it got exciting. Then the fourth quarter happened. We should be specific. Um, well, yes, uh, just the second half is where it got exciting. Chicago, going into the fourth, it was 20 to 6. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the fourth, Chicago outscored Pittsburgh 21 to 9. Yeah. Uh, it was 21 to 6 up until that final drive. So Chicago stormed all the way back to take the lead. They were winning there. Which was crazy. Justin Fields on that game-winning drive, or would-be game, the go-ahead drive, I should say. Man, he was... This dude, you'll give him a good line, even an average line. Like, this dude's going to do wonders. Oh, yeah. He's very, very good. Very, very good. He was a slow start but with that interception, but after that, he settled in and then... Played well. Big Ben did not play terrible. No, this is his uh, fourth straight game without an interception. What were, what were those stats for you guys? Was that 19 straight at home on Monday night? 19 straight at home on Monday night, yeah. And then that crazy 215-0-2, what is it? <laughs> yeah, 215-0-2 when leading by 14 or more going into the fourth quarter. That's crazy that you haven't lost a game, but you've tied two games. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it was like 215 1 and 1, I'd be like, yeah, that's still ridiculous, but it's 215 0 and 2, and it's just weird. I think the Steelers have had like three head coaches in the past 50 years, and Mike Tomlin's now second in wins on that list. That's crazy. Ask Bill Cower. That's what, four in a row now? It's four in a row for the Steelers. Yes. Big. That is big. Um TJ is whew, he's he's playing. TJ's like right there with Miles. Oh my god, dude. Is he right there with him or did he pass him? No, he's a half half sack behind. Eleven and a half to twelve. 
it's exciting stuff right there. That is exciting stuff. Um, uh, AFC North Division's grimy. Um, this game was plagued, though, by lots and lots of flags. Not that a lot of them weren't warranted. Um, yeah. There were some. There's a lot of people complaining that it was everybody, the, the refs were just making sure Pittsburgh won the game. It did. It, 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 it felt like that at times. But also at the time, there's. You got your defensive end shooting yourself in the feet. Yep. And it's such to a point where they're yelling at him to not even get down in a three-point stance so that way they're not. Because they just kept jumping, yeah. Not even that. They were just lining up over the wall. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of flags against Chicago. The only one I didn't like was the taunting penalty, but I'm glad they, they're sticking with what the ruling is. But at the same time, I don't. I didn't agree with that one. I don't know. I didn't think it was a hip check by the ref. I think that guy is a little delusional. The ref hip checked him. I don't know. The ref was throwing the flag before that happened, though. Um, I feel like you could have. You didn't have to run that close. The ref was standing his ground. Yeah, he he purposely did that shit. The ref or the, yeah, no, well, both of them. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like. Was the ref not going to stand his ground? The ref should be able to stand his ground. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'll have to say about I did have one stat for the, the, the Rams game that I forgot to mention. Okay. About uh, old Cooper Cup with his, his thousand yards that he's hit. He's the uh, the first player since Jerry Rice with a thousand yards receiving and 10 touchdowns in the team's first nine games. My goodness. It's crazy what happens when you get a quarterback. Oh, yeah. Big time. Najee had fun in that post-game interview with the ESPN Deportes. You see that video? I did not. So the guy was asking Najee something about uh, that song, you know, a cucaracha, a cucaracha. And then and Najee's like, no, 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 have you heard this one? And he started singing some other, like, Spanish song. And then him and the guy started getting into it, jumping on it. He was having a great time. <laughs> Najee loves being, Najee loves winning football games. Najee's great. Najee is great. He is great to have there. I love that guy. What would I do without him? Not be um, five and three, five and four. True. We all predicted the scores in this game to be pretty low. I had it 14 12. James had 14 9. You had it 20 14. I was the closest. <laughs> you were the closest. And that's pretty I, nice I told to you when we made these predictions, I'm like, this is going to be the game you guys score a lot of points. Still didn't break 30. No, still didn't break. Through. Could have it possible? Missed, made that PAT. Yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah. So for the points for the week, uh, done yet again. Oh, stinker. Three in a row. Yeah, I think so. Two in a row. Two stinkers in a row. Uh, six and eight overall in the week gets his one point. Uh, now sits eighteen overall. Uh, I went seven and seven. I got three points because I was closest. Based on score, um, I am also tied at 18 points overall. And then uh, James is seven and seven as well. He gets two points. Uh, he sits one point ahead at 19 overall. It's close. We're close Very again. Close. I brought it back. You definitely brought it back. I don't know. I don't know why I'm having all of a sudden struggling here. 
don't know, man. I make one I had, risky, I one two risky straight pick. eight and eights, and yeah, the Jets game really cost you. I guess so. That was your the, the Raiders game almost almost cost me. Oh yeah, luckily Baltimore saved your ass. Yeah, I I wanted to get that one wrong though, but oh well. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and segue to week nine takeaways. Brought to you by JWP Sports, presented by Their Bag Don. All right, let's hop into the week nine takeaways. Uh, no Henry, no problem. Tennessee stunned Stafford and the Rams on a head scratcher. Real head scratcher. It was a very big head scratcher. They just a, couldn't do anything until the fourth quarter. I know, right? A tale is told this time when Odell leaves your team, good things happen. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Um, it's clear Adam Case deserves another chance after seeing the quarterback he had to deal with in New York. Uh, no, no, I might disagree. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, don't be fooled by Sunday's fluke. The boys are still great and the Broncos still stink. I don't know if I'll say great after that. After it took a good, them a good team. Yeah, they're, they're still good. And yeah, the Cowboys still stink. Sorry, Jordan. Colt McCoy and James Conner tear up what is no longer an elite San Francisco defense. Not since oh, uh, Sala left. Yeah, that was really eesh, a blow, I guess. Um, did we crown Burrow and the Bengals too soon? We did. That's fair. Uh, the Packers quarterback <laughs> of the future is clearly not on their current roster. <laughs> Facts. Hey, that is, yeah. That is clear. <laughs> the NFL's new rules on taunting are squeezing the emotion out of football. Yeah, it's taking, yeah. I absolutely. You can't like get up and like be hyped about a play, you know, like you know, slam on your chest while looking towards the other team's sideline. Otherwise you're getting flagged. And it's yeah. just I agree there they last year they missed a lot of things that could be pe- taunting. But now they're calling stuff that should not be called. Yeah, it's like every little, every little thing. Um, the Rams only look good against bad teams and Tom Brady. <laughs> Guess that's fair. I mean, if we're throwing and Tom Brady in there, that means they look good. Period. They just <laughs> laid a stinker. Um, another week, another Vikings lost on a last second kick. Which now you know is another week, another like Vikings loss on a last second play. Yeah. Yeah, they use the just... uh, week nine takeaways. Yeah. Yeah, those are those are pretty solid. Yeah, these guys do good work. They cover uh, the NBA too on their page there on Instagram. They've been uh, doing some weird stuff there with like mashing up rosters. I don't know. If you like that the NBA too, you you're can telling me about that. Check out their Instagram page. They're they're pretty cool guys. They're pretty funny too. So plugging them for no reason. <laughs> hey, eventually they'll know why. I gotta log into my notebook page for this next section. Alrighty, we're gonna go ahead and transition now into our awards of the week. 
took took a one took one week off of it with uh with having James on there. But uh, we're we're back. We're back. We're back. Uh let's uh let's let's jump right in. Uh to the team of the week. Team of the week. Uh the there's, team of the there's week. a couple of teams you could have put here. Yeah, I uh I know who I took and it was the Arizona Cardinals. That is one of the teams I was considering. I feel like uh, being able to prove that you can still be a dominant team without your best players. Hard, yep. to, hard to pass that up. They called McCoy won the game without Hop and without AJ Green. And they yeah. lost Chase Edmonds after like the first possession. Yeah. Crazy. So um, I give that up to them. I put uh, I put Tennessee. Oh, that's good. That's a good choice too. You know, making it known. We're not just a Derrick Henry offense. We can still do it without him. At least this week you can. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> see if that continues that way. Um yeah, you could have you could have put them, you could put Tennessee, you could have put Arizona. Um, you could have put you could have put Pittsburgh. Yeah. I put uh, for game of the week. I put Chicago and Pittsburgh. I did too. It was a great way. I think it was a great, uh, a lot of drama filled uh, game there at the end of cap off week nine. Oh yeah, it was a great way to end the week. Uh, my only issue is that. With daylight savings time, even though we don't change time here in Arizona, the game is later still. So yeah, that's real annoying for us. Yeah, gotta wait a whole next whole extra hour. Yeah, that, and then I'm fucking tired by the time the game's over. It's damn near ten o'clock. <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> uh, let's uh let's, let's jump into our uh, players of the week. Uh, our uh. uh yeah, AFC offensive player. Uh, we both had the same guy, Jonathan Motherfucking Taylor. Nineteen carries, one hundred seventy-two yards, nine point one average, two touchdowns, including a seventy-eight yarder, and just throwing a couple receptions for twenty-eight yards. Oh yeah, yeah. He had two hundred all-purpose yards. Dude's a beast. Um, he is. He's definitely up there. This one, of the, one of the better running backs. Second season? I think so. I believe so. So in your second season, this is how you're producing as a running back. Was he the rookie last year or was it Naheem? No, Naheem Hines has been around for a couple seasons. Okay. Yeah. It was Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But right. uh, in your second season, you're producing like this. Keep it going, young man. Yeah, keep eating. Uh, what you do uh, for defensive AFC Defensive, players? easy peasy, TJ Watt, baby. Easy peasy. Three sacks, three tackles for a loss, seven total tackles, one big pass deflection there at the end of the game. Slam that thing back in Justin's face. Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, that was I, easy uh, for me. I wanted to put TJ. I did. But uh, I, went, I went Josh Allen. I went Josh Allen. Well, that's fair. Eight tackles all by himself. Two tackles for loss, one sack, one interception, one pass deflection, one fumble recovery. He did just about everything. That's fair. That's they fair. Had, what was it? The the first um 
same name player um getting sack uh, whatever yeah. it was yeah some weird like that Josh Allen getting sacked by Josh Allen's first time ever that something like that happened and Josh Allen for the Bills that game took a beating he had that that cut on his uh, left arm it looked like he got shot in the arm oh yeah it was <laughs> it, was, a, it was just a little circle of blood it looked like he got shot <laughs> And uh, let's uh, let's go to the NFC offensive side of the ball. I went uh, I went Justin Fields. Okay. He had a he had a rough first half, um, but he finishes uh, seventeen of twenty nine, two ninety one. He had an average of seventeen point one yards. My God. He had a touchdown. He had the one bad pick. Um, he had eight carries for forty five yards, and. Uh, one of the big things I love to see from the guy, I think it was like a fourth and one. And uh, he went up, he hit, he hit the, the Steelers defense with the hard count, got him to jump. It was the second half. I love that. That was oh, great. Yeah. That was pretty good. But go ahead, Justin. That was pretty good. Um, I took James Conner for my offensive NFC player. Um, How does that make you feel? Like a fucking piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> 21 rushes, 96 yards for two touchdowns, five receptions on five targets for 77 yards and a touchdown. Uh, three total touchdowns. Only bad thing I have to say is he had a fumble. That's not a spread. No. Dude, <laughs> like I said, Arizona's all of a sudden making this guy look like an elite running back. I don't know where this where this came from. So, No idea. And uh, for uh, the NFC defensive player, I went. Uh, I went Marcus Golden. Uh, oh. He plays for uh, Arizona. Okay. He had uh, five tackles, three solo tackles, three tackles for loss, and he had three sacks. Wow, he's They just have these guys that just get multiple sacks a game, right? What the hell's that about? I'm just trying to finish up the get the rest of this goofy guy's stats here from this game. Uh, let's see here. I went with Xavier McKinney from the New York Giants. He had two interceptions, two interceptions, one pick six. Um, he had four tackles, uh, total combined seven. Uh, he had the his second interception came with the five minutes left in the game led to the field goal to give New York the seven point lead. So yeah, he balled out. Xavier McKinney, the Giants probably might not win that game. <laughs> I don't think they do. Um, the game Xavier McKinney. Oh, I wanted to put um for AFC defensive player. I wanted to put somebody from Miami, but I'm like I I. Just easily could do somebody from Houston, so I'm just gonna stay completely away from that game. That's fair. <laughs> it was ugly, ugly game. Ugly. Uh, it's uh, let's do some power rankings here. I even so since you're prepared, we're gonna go together. Okay. So number ten, I put Pittsburgh. Same Pittsburgh ten. It's they still. Don't put up a lot. This was a good game for them. They put up a lot of points in this one. But they're winning. 
They're not a very high-powered offense at all. But they're winning. They're winning. That they're, defense is doing their thing. They're going to grind it. They're going to make you grind it out with them, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. And then uh, my number nine, only because their offense is a little bit better, I put Cleveland. Uh, I don't have Cleveland in my top ten. I have at number nine, the Los Angeles Chargers. That is interesting. I'm interesting. See, I almost put instead of Pittsburgh, I almost put the Patriots. That's fair. But going charge to number nine. Number eight. I feel like I might have them low, but I also feel like they deserve to be here right now. And that's Buffalo. That's fair. I have Dallas at number eight. It's fair. Um, number seven, I have the Baltimore Ravens. At seven, I have the Buffalo Bills. Okay, okay. Uh, number six, I put Dallas. At six, I put the Baltimore Ravens. So our six through eight are the same teams, different order. Yep. Makes sense. Uh, number five, I put the Rams. Same. All right. Number four, I put the Packers. Same. Number three, I put the Buccaneers. I have the Titans. I have the Titans at two. I have the Buccaneers at two. And number one's Arizona. Yep. They that was a statement win without oh, yeah. their team. I just didn't feel like with Tampa Bay having the bye week, there was really any reason for Tennessee to jump them. I did. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean Green Bay's staying at four. They'll be fine once Rogers is back. Right. That's not gonna change. Uh, all right. I'm taking the owl week one, just so you know. Game one. Not week one, game one. About week ten here? Yeah. We're all gonna take the L. I won't do it. I know you won't. I'm I not gonna do, do it either. Uh we're gonna start in the week ten picks. Baltimore is heading to Miami. Thursday night. Um, Thursday. Baltimore's going to win this game, but we're all taking Miami. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't pick Miami. Or, I mean, I can't pick Baltimore. I will never pick Baltimore. I don't care. If I tell you, you said you can't pick Miami. I feel like I can't pick Miami. Uh, but I'm going to be screaming at Lamar Jackson the whole time. So hopefully it helps. My... Uh, please, hopefully Miami, helps. somehow do this. Make me happy. Make Don happy. Yeah. Let's all start the week off good. Yeah. Miami upset over Baltimore. That'd be great. Um, so jumping into Sunday, the morning slate, we have Buffalo going to the Jets. Um, I looked it up. There's no report on whether Mike White is in or out. Well, then I guess regardless, the Buffalo will made. win the game. Buffalo's gotta be taken here. Yeah, it's uh Buffalo across the board there. Um Next up, we have both teams coming off their bye week. Uh, we have Tampa Bay and Washington. You already know Tampa Bay, after uh, losing to New Orleans, is going to come out and murder Washington. Yeah, sorry, football team. Tough break. Very tough break. I still don't know if if and when uh, Fitzy's coming back. Yeah, that's a mystery. Who knows? Uh, next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Dallas Cowboys. I think the Cowboys bounce back. I did too. Uh, James is going to Atlanta here. 
I don't think it's a terrible pick if they play like they did last week. Yeah. Well, like they did for three quarters last week. They gave up 22 and a quarter. Well, yeah. yeah I don't know. We'll see. I just I feel like Dallas, you know, Dak's going to be able to practice all week and they'll be better. Um, next up, we have the Saints going to Tennessee. Um, Tennessee is going to win this game, I think. Yeah, I'm taking Tennessee, too. With what the Saints have been this year, I won't be surprised if they win. Well, no, me neither. It's just, I don't know what this team is. <laughs> um, oh, I missed this one. Uh, we have an AFC South battle here. Coming up next, we have the Jaguars taking on the Colts. And the Colts are going to win again. Uh, I'm not going to. Jacksonville's trash, bro. Yeah, you made the mistake of picking Jacksonville one time. And I made that same mistake. Yeah, I'd never do that again. <laughs> next up, uh, we got the Windless Lions taking on Pittsburgh. Yeah, sorry, Detroit. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, Ben. This feels like a very Steelers thing to do lately. Is we'll This see. is a game you lose. Yeah, I agree. We very well probably will. Most definitely. I hope not, but... I hope not, too. The way the past couple of years have gone for you guys, this will probably be the game you lose here. And then the downfall continues. <laughs> Uh, let's see, next up, we have a very interesting game. We have the Browns taking on the Patriots in New England. Uh, oh, I'm going to take Cleveland. Yeah, I'm going to take Cleveland, too. Uh, James is going to New England here. Um, I'm taking Cleveland for one reason. Um, New England's defense is really built to not let you throw it over the top. But the Browns don't really want to do that. They just want to run the ball. It's fair. So we'll see how... New England's run defense is against Nick Chubb, who is at the moment the best running back in the league because Derek's on the shelf. Yeah, he's going to bruise him up. Uh, next up to kick off the later afternoon slates, we have the terrible Carolina Panthers taking on the Cardinals, who we don't know who the quarterback is going to be, and it's not going to matter who the quarterback's going to be. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Carolina, Carolina is not good. Especially if they don't have Sam Darnold, which also doesn't make a difference. No. Uh, next up, we have, I think, probably the most interesting game this week. This one's hard to pick. It's in terms of trying to pick the game. We have uh, Minnesota taking on the Chargers. Oh, man. To be honest with you, I mean, I have faith in Justin Herbert to get this done. As do I. But Minnesota's weird. Minnesota is weird. Like they could fuck around and blow out the Chargers or get blown out by the Chargers or keep it close. Like you never know. My my biggest thing is um like this last last game when Minnesota lost to Baltimore. The they really didn't do much. They yeah. had a they had a kick return for a touchdown. Baltimore doubled them in time of possession, forty six to twenty three. 
And Baltimore ran 47 more plays. 37 more plays. You know, uh, I'm not going to leave James out on all these islands. Oh, I get an island this time. All right. I'm taking the Chargers. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have Philly heading to Denver. This is another weird one. This could be a tough one for Philly. Going to Denver. <laughs> I don't know how to pick this one. Getting cooler. I'm take Philly. Yeah, me too. Sorry, James, you're out on the fucking. I don't think I don't think Denver does it two weeks in a row. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have what could be either really fun game or not, <laughs> depending on the status of uh, Aaron Rodgers. We have uh, Russell Wilson returning, going to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Air on the side of caution, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I'm taking Seattle purely because I don't think Rodgers is going to play. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's really like I said, it's an air on the side of caution and take uh, Russell Wilson as return. Um, and then we go to Sunday Night Football. This is another weird game, man. We have the struggling Chiefs taking on the Raiders who are very hit or miss. Quick question. Did we mention Deshaun Jackson? Oh, no. No. We, we mentioned last week that the the Rams have released him. Yep. Um, yeah, he's expected to be signing with the Raiders. I believe he did, or he is still in motion to sign with the Raiders. This just reminded me. Yeah. Good call. Um, I'm taking Vegas. I am too. Kansas City needs to win this game, but they're just so bad right now. Yeah. I mean, the fact that the Packers defense kept them scoreless in the second half. And kind kept of an Patrick issue. Mahomes under 200 passing yards. They had like eight straight three and outs, too. That's nuts. It's ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And uh, Monday Night Football, we got a battle of the NFC West. We have the Rams taking on San Francisco. Rams are going to bounce back and prove that game. I agree. Um, Bob Miller's debut. Should be. Should be. Uh, as far as the uh, score prediction, James going rather high scoring. He's going 36-28 Rams. I don't think the 49ers put up that many points. I don't think so. <laughs> so uh, 27-17 Rams. Okay. Okay. I was thinking 27, but I'm also thinking more. Uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go 31. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> Damn you. I'm going to go um, 31-17. Okay. Well, there you have it. Those are our week 10 picks. They're in the books. And, um, uh, we, I once again forgot to mention this at the start of the picks. Uh, we got four teams on their bye week. 
Um, Cincinnati, Chicago, Houston, and the Giants are all getting a a rest, much-needed break. I think I did those maths right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we share um, when we do these, we have a, a mutual spreadsheet that we're looking at. Um, so we could type on it that we both um, can see what's happening. It's where we all make our picks and everything. And so as every once in a while, when one of us is typing on it, we both get sidetracked as to what is being typed. And <laughs> sees. Sometimes uh, awkward pauses that we have. Um, and uh, I was yeah, just I watching, was just I was watching up the math. scores of the, <laughs> of the Monday night games. So that way, I, it's, it's, that was a very smart thing to do. Total points of, yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, we, it's very distracting at times. And then I accidentally pressed enter and started writing words in front of his name. Like it's just, yeah. Uh, uh, Sometimes we can completely ignore it, and then sometimes we're just like, what the hell is he doing? But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, that is our Week 10 picks. Um, Now we're going to go ahead and uh, make the the return to uh, playoff or takeoff. How did we do this last time? We took turns? Yeah, yeah, so I'll I'll send you the first one. Um, Yeah, so we're going to – every team that has a, a winning record with the exception, we threw um, the Falcons and the Panthers in because they uh, lead the hunt for the wild card spots in the FC because everybody else is under or three wins or less. So, and then you left out a few. Um, like yeah, I left, uh, so. I left Green Bay, Arizona, and the Rams out for sure, and Dallas. Dallas, okay. So I'm going to send you the first one. Starting with the layup, um, Buffalo Bills. Playoff or takeoff? We're going playoff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's easy layup. Unfortunate, uh, unfortunate games. Yeah, they had a real shit game against Jacksonville. Uh, they had a real, real close game that they could have sent to overtime against Tennessee. Without us. And then... That one's still surprising. <laughs> you and me both. Uh, let's see here. New England Patriots, playoff takeoff. As of right now, I'm going to say they're a playoff team. <laughs> there <laughs> we go here. again. Okay, okay, okay. We'll, we'll do it that way. We'll do it the way okay. you, you, you started to. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, their defense is playing pretty good. Their offense is not making mistakes. If they can stay consistent, I could see them being a playoff team. Yeah. I mean, right now they're five and four. Buffalo's five and three, which I didn't even realize until I made this list. Um, yeah. But I I mean, Buffalo's going to win the division. Yeah, for sure. I see that. <laughs> I hate to do this to you, though. We can, we can trade these next. We can trade these two if you want. Okay. Uh, Baltimore Ravens play after takeoff. Um, they'll make it. That's fair. Uh, I yeah. agree. I mean, they'll, they'll make it. I agree. Uh, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you these next two to get us back on the same 
same path here. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, as of right now. Uh, what do you mean, as of right now? <laughs> like, if there was like two Look more games at their left. schedule, I could tell you the answer is not going to be the same as my answer right now. <laughs> okay, so long term takeoff. Yeah, they they your schedule after this next game is just ridiculous. Get they off. have the hardest. They're underdogs in every game. <laughs> And uh, on top of that, the Cleveland Browns. Um, if Pittsburgh's a takeoff, I feel like Cleveland would be a playoff team. I would agree. Um, their defense is really strong. They're playing that old school style of smash mouth offense. They're, you know, they're just running the ball. Uh, I just feel like they'll, if, if it's not Pittsburgh, it's Cleveland. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati Bengals playoff or takeoff? They're playing really, really good, but they're playing really good too quick. They are. I don't see them making it. I see them being really close, but not making it. I agree. Um, uh, give them a year, maybe two. Pittsburgh's yeah. gonna fall off here. You know it's gonna happen. Yeah, just looking at who you play, it's gonna well, happen. Not even that. Like, yeah, I just mean over the next. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ben's going to fall apart again. Ben's going to not be there. <laughs> that whole situation is up in the air. I just feel like uh, over the next couple of seasons, we'll see more of what Cincinnati, and Cleveland, and Baltimore have to offer. Pittsburgh, I feel like, is just going to kind of. They're going to fade away for a couple of Fade away years. for a little bit. I feel like I feel like it's coming. Yeah. Like it's been long, it's, long it's, yeah. It's coming. been long overdue. <laughs> <laughs> it's been years. Uh, so I'm going to send you a team with a losing record here, but they are currently second in the division, the Colts. Oh, man. Where are we at here? We've all done AFC teams so far. Yeah. One, two, three, four, and... Yeah, I only have three NFC teams on this list. <laughs> My God, this makes it harder. I'm not even looking at, like, what we're saying for the other teams. Okay. Um... I'm just thinking, like, I feel like they have. Can you see this team making this team making the playoffs? I feel like they have potential to make the playoffs. Is potential enough to make it a playoff team, or is potential enough to say not yet? I don't know. (laughs) Like it's 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 hard when you're watching this year because they have signs of the playoff caliber team. I mean. I'm going to give you the, their remaining schedule. Okay. So they got Jacksonville, Buffalo, Tampa, Houston, Patriots, Arizona, Raiders, Jaguars. So they have three division games, which they should win. It's two against Jacksonville, one against Houston. And then their other five is Buffalo, Tampa, New England, Arizona, the Raiders. I think just based on looking at that, I would probably say not this year. Dude, no, but that just continues to keep them at this. For my deductions, I have them at about a nine and eight or eight and nine. Average ass team. So you're giving them, what is their other win? So you have them beating Jacksonville twice in Houston. Yeah, their other win would be uh, Las the Raiders? Vegas or New England. So you see him winning one of those and losing the other one? Yeah, losing Arizona. So 
losing, losing Tampa Arizona, Bay. losing Tampa, losing Buffalo. It's yeah. three that puts them at. So just those eight. three and three that would put him seven and eight. seven and eight. So yeah, they'd be eight or nine. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked about it. I don't think eight or nine is enough in the AFC right now. I don't think so either. Yeah. So based off deduction, they're a takeoff team. Not this year. They just they lost too many games early that they should have won. I agree. Um, what do we got here? Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> Playoff takeoff. I mean, currently they're first, but that whole division is five wins, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, Chargers five and three, Raiders five and three, Chiefs five and four, Broncos five and four. Um, looking at their schedule, they're a playoff team. It is not hard. Let's see, looking at this division, I see two playoff teams, two takeoff teams. Yeah, I think the easy one to say is Denver's a takeoff team right now. Yeah. So the question is, between the Raiders and the Chiefs, just I say this season alone. The Raiders are a playoff team. Yeah. I don't. The Chiefs, they've been way too inconsistent this year. They're not a playoff team. They're very, very ugly. They may just miss out. They may just squeak in, but I don't think they will. No. No, no, no. And uh, on the other side, the the NFC, um, there's only three teams worth talking about here. Like I said, everybody else is either has seven wins, six wins already, and they're in the lead of their division like Green Bay, Dallas, and then um, Rams and Arizona. And Tampa Bay. And, then, and Tampa Bay. And then other than those teams, everybody else besides these next three is three wins or less. Clear cut just, top and bottom. Yeah. So right now the, the middle three, which would be they'd be playing for the last two spots because um, Arizona and the Rams would be – division, and then uh, five seed. So the three teams are the Saints, the Falcons, and the Panthers. Of those three, I say the Saints are for sure. Yep. Then the Falcons, Panthers, you got to hear. Panthers are no. Well, I mean, if you're looking at the fact that these three teams are playing for two spots, then, yeah, then the Falcons would be a playoff team. Yeah. If you want to just take them outside of that, no, they're not a playoff team. Yeah. I could see if that's what we're looking at, I think the Saints make it, and I think the last spot would either be like a Minnesota, maybe Seattle, string some wins together. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be – I feel like it's going to be oh, the weird low record teams. going to be like two low record teams are going to make wild card in the NFC. Yeah. So right now, the NFC West, it's Arizona 8, San Fran, or Rams 7. Seattle and San Fran have three. <laughs> um, Tampa has six. Saints have five. Falcons, Panthers have four. Yep. Um, Packers have seven. Vikings and Bears have three. The Lions obviously don't have one. And oh. then Dallas has six. Philly Giants have three. And Washington has two. I mean, here. I, I feel like the Saints should make it in. Well, maybe not now. 
unless they put Taysom in. Not with they're, they're, they're not making it with Trevor. Say so maybe the Bears could make a run, but no, I don't think so. I would I would give the Vikings a better chance than the Bears. Well, yeah, when I look at the Bears, they play the Ravens, the Cardinals, the Packers, the Vikings twice, Seahawks, and the Giants. Yeah, that's that's real tough. <laughs> that's real tough. That's what I was looking. I was like, maybe depending on their schedule, at three wins, they could. What is, uh, what is Minnesota's schedule? Uh, let's see here. I mean, maybe another team from the NFC East, but those teams are not very good. Let's take a look. What does the Giants have? Let's see. Vikings, Chargers, Packers, Niners, Lions, Steelers, Bears, Rams, Packers, Bears. See, they got a tough one, too. Yeah. Uh, the Giants have um, Tampa, Philly, Miami, Chargers, Dallas, Philly, Chicago, Washington. Oof. Which is not terrible. No, but the Giants are. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like two wins against Philly might be what does it. And then Philly, Philly has an easy schedule. Hold up. They have Denver, Saints, Giants, Jets, Washington, Giants, Washington, Dallas. Mm, yeah. They have four straight division games. They have the only, five the only... out of six are division games to end the season. The only problem with the Seahawks is that they still have to play three games against two of them against the Cardinals and one of them against yeah. the Rams. Yeah. Other than that, they don't really have a difficult remaining. Yeah, I think season. I think whoever gets the seventh seed in the NFC is not going to be a good team. No. Yeah, outside of those three games, the two against the Cardinals and one against the Rams, the Seahawks play Washington, the 49ers, Houston, Chicago, and Detroit. So Seattle should make it. Seattle should make it. They have potential to go, what's that, three wins? What's, I, don't even know what, what, I don't even know what the record is. They're three and five, I think. Three and five, so eight. Put them at, I'm putting them at nine and eight. I feel like that makes it in. in yeah, the that's, NFC. in the NFC, that, yeah. It's just crazy just looking at it, just how different the, the two conferences are. One of them is very top-heavy with the NFC. And then the AFC is just loaded. Yeah. yeah. With me before we wrap it up here. Let me let me take a look at this. I want to make sure I get I got the number of teams there. It's eleven. Yeah. One, two, three, four. I mean, that's four, eight right there. Ten. Yeah, yeah, there's eleven unless you want to throw the Colts in, dude. That makes twelve. I mean, you have let's see two, five. You have five teams in the AFC with a losing record, mm-hmm. compared to three, six, seven, nine teams in the uh, NFC. That's crazy. It's definitely going to be a lot more interesting in a, a few more weeks. Probably right around like week fourteen when you're really seeing everything. Yeah, because that's usually when you see like the top team starting to rest players. You start to see fatigue in a lot of the younger players, mm-hmm. and now you have the additional week. 
So yeah, you're right. It's gonna be interesting. You know what's uh, what's also kind of crazy about how bad the NFC is. Hmm. Um, technically, the Detroit Lions at zero and eight can still make the playoffs right now. They could, yeah, win out. They are not eliminated yet. It's crazy. Well, I think that uh, I think that about does it for the I week. I think that's yeah. I think that's week uh, week nine wrap up. Week ten preparation. Yeah. Um, it should be it should be a interesting week. I feel like it will be. The games this 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 coming week, with the exception of a couple, seem pretty clear cut. Yeah, for the most part. Um, but there are also games in there that I feel like could be some some surprises. Mm-hmm. So it's always... also the, the league this year has been kind of wild. We had oh, a week it, where it nobody is. can make a kick. We had, we had a week where a bunch of backups won. However many weeks. Uh, all but one. All but one. Or eight out of nine. Yeah. 19. For at least one overtime game. It's been a great this, season. This last week was just all upsets. So yeah. Oh yeah. You're getting it all. I'd say no complaints, but I have a lot of complaints well, just yeah, regarding yeah. my team. But so yeah, there's, there's there's plenty of complaints out there to be had still. But um, I think that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, we'd like to thank you all for coming by and having a listen. Um. Please uh, reach out, follow us on social media at the CDL or at CDL underscore huddle on Twitter. I keep like to say the the CDL huddle like I do my intro. Um, but other than that, that's all we got for you guys this week. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll catch you again on, uh, on the next one. Uh, stay frosty, my friends.